With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Happy Wednesday and welcome to another edition of Husker Online Headlines. Sean Callahan, Steve Sipple. We are here um, a little bit earlier than normal because Nebraska's playing Friday night. So we're bringing all of our shows a day earlier this week. Here we are Wednesday, Steve Sipple. Husker on the headlines. We head out to Champaign on Thursday uh, for the 7 o'clock game on FS1. Let's get right into it. We go through the five biggest headlines of the week. Headline number one, Matt Rule's rugged Sunday message. Uh, the Huskers played that game on Saturday against Michigan, 45-7 losers. Clearly not the outcome anybody wanted, not the effort anybody expected or wanted to see. And Rule sent a message to his team. He brought them out there on Sunday uh, for an extremely physical, high-level practice, as physical of a practice as they've had all year. You know a lot of people in the coaching industry, and they'll tell you that's not the norm to come in the day after a Big Ten football game against the number two-ranked team in the country. But Matt Rule sent a message to his team. That was unacceptable. Yeah, the message was – we didn't compete on Saturday, so we're going to compete on Sunday. All right. Didn't compete Saturday. We're going to compete on Sunday. Um, good move. Now, nobody got injured. I, we think. Well, I don't think so. I mean, we don't know of anything major. Now, if someone, like if a star player or a, one of their starters went down, people saying, yeah, you guys would be singing a different tune. I don't know if I would or not, first of all. Second of all, I just like the approach. Didn't compete on Saturday. We're gonna com- we're gonna we're gonna compete on Sunday, and those kids might think twice on a Saturday if they're not competing about not competing because they might have they, they in the back of their mind they might be thinking we're gonna have to do this Sunday thing again. It was a longer practice than usual, as you mentioned, full pads, scrimmaging. Um, that's that's a tough Sunday after a Saturday. Yeah, and you're right, Sean. In fact, George Darlington. Who I talk as, as you know, I talk to all the time. George said it's very bizarre to do that. It's a very bizarre move. You just wonder, like, what went into Matt Rule's head Saturday night when he got home, and then he said, "You know what? I am so angry about that game and yeah. the effort that I think he must have watched you on our post game show <laughs> because you. I mean, I don't know about that because uh, your your message on the show yeah. where we argued and had a good debate, yeah." was pretty similar to how he came out and yeah. what he told his team. Bottom line, I mean, you had people coming in. Like you mentioned, you had a brother that came in from Florida. I had cousins that came in from Virginia who was in the military, and and it's the only time he can ever go to a game in years, and they left at halftime. Yeah, that kind of thing. Now, what Rule said was, I mean, we get down 14-0, to and you can't, I mean, we got, I, players have their moms there. I'm not going to lose 45 to seven in front of my mom. That's what he wants to hear from his players. I'm not going to lose 45 to seven on the home field to my mom, with my mom, with my mom in the stands. So yeah, it again, Sunday. Yeah. He sent a big message to his team with that practice for sure. It seemed like the kids 
it seemed like the players that talked this week liked it, bought into it. MJ Sherman had the best quote. He said, why, if we can do that on Sunday, why the hell can't we do it on Saturday? If we can compete on Sunday like that, why the hell couldn't we do it on that's I'm I'm quoting him. Why why the hell couldn't we do it on Saturday? So they know, and I'm guessing, I'm guessing, Sean, you'll see a lot different look on Friday night in Champaign. Yeah, and, and we'll know more. Like, did this approach work or did it backfire? You never and know. You I know. do think Rule probably looked at it like, hey, we have a bye after this. So hey, let's get through this shortened week and play with some adrenaline and emotion. And then the, we can unplug a little bit yeah. on the bye week. Yeah. Because they will have two full weeks. But the bye week, and we'll talk more about this next week, but what the approach is for the bye week. And I'm sure some of it will depend on, maybe, maybe it won't depend on this, but if they win or lose at Illinois, how they attack the bye week. Yeah. I don't have that answer. I don't have that. They're going to recruit. They're going to go out and recruit and, and get out to games. It's only bye week of the year. Um, so you, you've got to get out and see some of your key recruits and commits play and make a presence, uh, but they will have two or three practices. And I'd, I'd imagine they will be full pads. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't Rule know. doesn't strike me as a helmets only guy very often. Well, he's not, no, he's not a helmets only guy very often. Um, I don't know. Some of that you gauge by how you come out of this game. Injury wise, Illinois is not very good, but they're pretty physical. So you just have to kind of see that first. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Uh, before we get into headline number two, uh, thanks for joining us here in Husker Headlines. Uh, this headline and show brought to you by Caldera Lab Men's Skin Products. Uh, taking care of your face is a really, really important thing to do. It's just the same as brushing your teeth. You're getting older. Uh, you you want to look good. You don't want to age quickly. Uh, Caldera Lab's got an easy-to-use product. It's shown results on 94% of men. Uh, they look younger by using this product, and it is really easy to use. Uh, you wash your face, uh, put on um, a little cream right when you get out, uh, right in the morning. You put one on before you go to bed at night, um, and you, you, you feel better, you look better, and you get great results by using Caldera Lab and their great products. I've been using it now for a few months. Love the product. Love the results it's shown. Uh, we've got a great special here with Husker Online. Uh, visit calderalab.com. Use promo code Husker. You'll receive 20% off Caldera Lab and their products. That's calderalab.com. Promo code Husker to receive 20% off. Thanks again to Caldera Lab for sponsoring us here on Husker Online Headlines. All right. Let's get into headline number two. <laughs> Why this game lo looms large for both teams. Mm -hmm. First of all, this was going to make our show as a headline, but it, it's not a headline. There was a fire, Steve Sipple, yeah. um, at, at a Memorial Stadium in Champaign, Illinois. And it kind of it, it became more of just a Twitter headline than an actual real headline. I mean, it, pretty much a lawnmower and a golf cart type vehicle. <laughs> yeah, utility vehicle. A utility. I mean, 
Yeah, the grounds crew. The grounds crew. <laughs> had a crew, rough night. Yeah, the grounds crew at Memorial Stadium in Champaign's probably in a little trouble today. <laughs> they had their equipment catch fire. Um, not, and I, I, we can make light of it because nobody was hurt, and it doesn't seem like it. Yeah, for a while, I, I saw you and Robin speculate on where the game might be played, and I was like, okay, okay we hold our horses a little bit here. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, no, no big deal. My only concern was like – What if, was your concern, Sean? That if it affected the playing surface. Like if it, it's turf. Sure. It's turf. Okay. It could, so like if, on, if, could it catch on fire? Well, it could burn up. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. I remember there was a high school game. It was at – Benson had turf. They're like one of the first places around here that had turf and field turf. Yeah, no Astro back oh, in the Astro. in the nineties. Oh, it was one of the few that had it. And and somebody, if I remember right, lit their turf on fire and like as a prank and burn it up. Really? And you know, so it was a big story back in the nineties. Um, but this would be, you know, like if if the fire like extended out to the turf area and affected the grass or the surface, that would have been a problem. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it looks like it's nothing. So let's get to the game because this game yeah. is big for both teams. Yes. Uh, Nebraska's two and three. Illinois is two and three. Yes. And, you know, I, I think Nebraska's two and three. And here the sentiment is nobody thought they'd be two and three, but Vegas had Nebraska underdogs in th all three of their losses. So the reality is Nebraska was picked to lose three games, but I think most people are educated enough to think, hey, this Nebraska team probably should have beat Minnesota. And they had a shot to beat Colorado for a while. And yeah, they fell apart. They did. they did. And, you know, this is a two and three Nebraska team that should be three and two. And, you know, four and one isn't that, you know, that far off if they played the kind of football they can play. Uh, Illinois, on the other hand, has not really looked good in any of their games. No, they 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 beat Toledo 30 to 28 and they got last second field goal. Yeah, last second field goal after a sort of a. I mean, it was a fourth down completion on fourth and long uh, that set up that helped set up the field goal. They got, they really got hammered by KU. The final score was 34 to 23. Wasn't that close. Penn State, 30 to 13. Illinois turned it over five times. They squeaked by FAU, Florida Atlantic, 23 to 17, and then played really bad. No Casey Thompson for FAU either. Yeah. And then, and then Illinois played just played poorly against Purdue and lost 44 to 19. They're they're really struggling in the secondary. They lost all four guys. They're, I mean they're they're really struggling in the secondary. Um they got Sean the guy this one other thing on them. I'm not going to do a full breakdown of Illinois here, but um they they do have a player that concerns you. His name is Jershawn Newton. All American um, level, all Big 10 level player. First rounder. First rounder. So, and I, it looks like he would be on Ben Hart. I mean, I think Ben Hart would be the guy that's handling him a lot of the time. But they don't have a lot of sacks. No, they don't have a lot of sacks. But while we're talking about it, they've given up 20. They've, Illinois has given up 20 sacks this year, which is 127th nationally. And if this puts it in perspective, it's seven more than Nebraska's given up. They have a sieve up front. Okay. Illinois has a sieve. You should get back. You should get to Altmeyer. There. What does sieve mean? Sieve is like a sieve that you pour drink in, and it's sieve. It's a it's Sean S I E V E. Your Omaha gross teachers right now are 
you're, you're a little too head. fancy with your football analogy there. It's a little, <laughs> a little too fancy for my you're, South you're, Oak blood. Your South Oak teachers right now are cringing, Sean. But you <laughs> I've never know. used that word associated with football in my life. Have you? I just did. I mean, how did um, you come up? Is there another word that you could use besides uh, sieve? It's, it's leaky as a. It's leaky. Yeah, it's leaky it's as leaky. a sieve. They've got they got you some holes. You just snorted, Sean. You just snorted. Just <laughs> you tried to use this fancy word sieve. You're I would so argue super smart and spa- fancy it's with sieve. your oh, sieve. There you go. W- you're yeah. There you go. <laughs> your a utensil consisting of what? Yeah. Thank you, Megan, Sean. And Megan would agree with me. Sieve is not a fancy word. It's not a fancy word. South O people know. I'd that. call that like a strainer. <laughs> okay, a strainer. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> but a sieve. I mean, that's just a weird word to use. Okay, but they got problems on the offensive line. That's, yes, that's, that's the. Bottom that's what line. you're trying to say, right? I I, I dumbed it down for the other part of our audience that don't don't associate sieve with football. You, you will see the comments on. The YouTube that say <laughs> sieve is a common or a word. It's a common word. Um, anyway, the line's bad. Um, the, and Illinois is a 69th in total offense. A lot. Now, listen, I don't want to act like they're terrible, though. They can beat Nebraska. How they're favored to beat Nebraska. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're last I checked, they're a four point favorite. If this game was in Lincoln, Nebraska would be favored, though. I mean, I, I think it's one of those games. Whoever the home team is was probably going to be the favorite. And that, that's how it played out with this line. I think when you looked at Illinois in the preseason and the games they had, you thought they'd be three and two or four and one. Yeah, they've um, they've definitely been more disappointing. Like nobody would have predicted that Purdue not only would beat them, they'd drum them. Yeah, um, and Kansas I think looked at it as a toss up game. I don't think you thought that hey Kansas would throttle Illinois. So Brett Bielema in his third year, you know, it, it's a little concerning because a little bit. Th- this is probably the worst team he's had in his three years and. It's almost like the the like last year was his best team, and his first year was a surprise year. They almost went to a bowl, and um, they were really, really picked last. And mm-hmm. beating Nebraska to open that year in 2021 was a big reason why. Right. Yeah, they've been disappointed. Against Purdue last week, they had nine penalties. They're a heavily penalized team. Nine penalties, allowed five sacks, and, and really what gets your attention, they were one for 13 on third down. So yeah, they really struggled against Purdue, which was hadn't won on its home field. Purdue was zero and three on its home field, so they broke that streak against them. The one other thing you'd add, they have a first year defensive coordinator because Ryan Walters took the Purdue job. Purdue Purdue's head coach is Ryan Walters. He coached at Illinois. He was a defensive coordinator. It was his system. It was his system. He ran the defense. Now they have a first year guy. First-year defensive coordinator, new system, and a guy who's never been a coordinator before, Aaron Henry. So their defense has really struggled, really struggled. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. Uh, before we get to headline number three, thank you for joining us here on Husker Online Headlines. Uh, this show and segment brought to you by CHI Health. Uh, CHI Health has some great different options for 
walk-in urgent care, uh, three convenient locations alone here in Lincoln, um, right off of 40th Street between Normal and Van Dorn, uh, one on 40th and Yankee Hill Road area, right by the Target over there, and then another one right off 84th and Holdridge. And uh, they have uh, you know this priority care at, at CHI where if you're not feeling well or you need to be seen for anything, um, it is a great affordable option open seven days a week from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. That's Sunday and Saturday, too. And I, I have used them many times now on Saturdays and Sundays um, because sometimes you don't have time to go to the work or go to the doctor during the work week. You want to get it done on the weekend. Uh, the priority care at CHI Health is a great option. 16 locations now between Omaha, Council Bluffs, Lincoln, Grand Island, Kearney, all of them seven days a week, 8 a.m., to 8 p.m. We had to go in there on a Sunday with my daughter or something. We walked in at 7.30 on a Sunday night. We were home before 8 o'clock. Wow. Um, so great, great service. Um, and anyone listening has probably had bad experiences at urgent care before where you might wait for hours or, um, you know, it doesn't go well because they're really – they have a brand-new facility right by my house on 40th and Yankee Hill and uh, great experience. So thank you again to CHI Health for sponsoring us here on the Husker Online show. Check out any one of their urgent care, priority care clinics uh, with 16 locations across Nebraska. All right, headline number three. Let's talk quarterback. It's Heinrich Harburg separating from the pack, hmm. or are we going to see some Jeff Sims? I mean, I think that is another intriguing angle going into the week because they kind of keep toting Jeff Sims out as a carrot. Like, hey, you might <laughs> see him. He's getting back to normal. Hmm. We don't see him. We've seen him one snap in three weeks. To be fair, we ask about him, <laughs> so they they and they speak positively about him. about him. Absolutely, yeah. They what they've what they've said the couple the last couple of weeks is he's practiced well, but he's not a hundred percent. Practice well, not a hundred percent. I don't know, Sean. You tell me. I thought Rule was the most clear this week about the fact that Sims suffered a high ankle sprain. He. He he just said it. I don't know if Rule had had Rule. I'm asking you this question. Had Rule said that before Colorado? Monday? I know, I know, but he said he the wondered word. it. He wondered it after the Colorado. He thought it was a high ankle, but wasn't sure. But right. I, I will say this though: when he got hurt at Colorado, it did not feel like it was a three week injury. It felt worse. It did, it, no, it better. felt like it was minor. Oh, because okay. remember he wanted to. Yeah, go you're back. right. It he did, wanted to go yeah. back in the game. Yeah, yeah, and so. It's allowed. I think the injury has allowed a few things. It's allowed them to get a really good look at Heinrich Harburg. It's allowed Heinrich Harburg to do some things. At the other side of it, it's allowed Jeff Sims to catch his breath, look at things. Now he's got another guy that can play. And at some point, they're gonna they're gonna give Jeff Sims an opportunity. I am very confident he'll get another chance. What do you mean though? Like what? In, you think they'll just? Do you think they'll create a a designated series for him? I I don't. I mean it's. I think this week again will loom large. If they have to win, I don't say have to win this game, but it's a big game. Okay, now when you say you think he'll use it, what you think he'll they'll start him over Heinrich? I don't. I don't know about this week, but I, okay. Let's. I, I'm going to draw a scenario. Say they're struggling on offense and they need a spark. Yes, maybe they bring him in for a there spark series. That's what I was wondering. Well, yeah, that's, I I think that would make sense. A spark series or two. Yeah. And then, and then what? Then you let it play out over the bye and right. make a decision. Right. But you've got four games here against what you would label, which is a, a dangerous word to say with any Big Ten team, but manageable games. Oh, absolutely. Purdue, yeah. Illinois, Michigan State, and Northwestern. 
I mean, you got you got North Illinois who's having a real rough year. You got Purdue with a first year head coach. You got Northwestern who has an interim head coach, and you got Michigan State who's got no head coach. No, but you're not speaking. And I know you're not doing this, and I wouldn't do it if I were you or anybody. I wouldn't speak at them like Nebraska should beat those. Teams. No, they're great opportunities. Great opportunities. Like Nebraska, there are no guarantees. I mean, no. These are going to be close games. I mean, if Nebraska played North Dakota, as we know, it's not a guarantee. Close I mean, games. Every I'd like to think they could whoop North Dakota, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know for sure right now. Um, but, see, you know, we always have this quarterback conversation. We say, yeah, I think they're going to – well, they say it. Satterfield said it on Tuesday. He's going to play sooner or later. Okay, I get it. But how is that going to look? What do you mean? You're, we're going to use him. Okay, okay. Now you got to take the next step. How? Well, how are you going to do that? You got it. You got your starter on the depth chart this week. It's very clear. There's no oars. It's Heinrich Harburg, Jeff Sims, Chubba Purdy. No oars. It's one, two, three. And you got to think, Matt. I mean, some coaches we know didn't really have a hand in the public depth chart. It was just kind of put out based on how the game went Saturday. Yeah. It feels like Rule probably has more of a voice. I think so. Um, somebody does. Yeah. There was a time, though, when like the depth chart on Monday or Tuesday, it was a big deal when we get it. There was a time, and then there was a time when it wasn't a big deal at all, where you didn't even really have to look at it, when but Bo was the coach. Under Solich and um, uh, um, Osborne. What about Bill? To an extent, but like there would be legit changes made. Like You'd go into the presser, yes. on, and you'd have to like study it. And it was pre-cell phone era, so like... You know, like that piece of paper you got was pretty important. Yeah, you just couldn't take a picture of it and put it on the message board. This is the depth chart. Right. Hey, no. You love that time. You love that era, though. Well, it was better times all the way around. Uh, <laughs> Simple times. <laughs> yeah, I live in that era now, and I do, do so willfully. Hey, Sean, they did, though. You're right. Osborne, they did change the depth chart a lot. And I, I can't remember. They did that under Solich, too, you're thinking? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And And – You'd wait for at that time it was Chris Anderson to come up with the fresh copies. Yeah, because I mean you'd go over there and want to look at it. Yeah, but you didn't have anywhere to tweet it or put it out right, right. away. You you just had to kind of sit on it and then right. wait and ask questions about it. Right, or or you know six o'clock news or whatever. But anyway, that yeah, <laughs> simpler times, simpler. But no, the depth chart is more meaningful now. Not only did you see that quarterback thing, but you saw Prince Will on there as the number Prince Will, Uman Yellen as this number two Jack. You saw DeAndre Barnes as the backup rover to Gifford. I mean, DeAndre Barnes, you're like, wait a second, DeAndre Barnes. Hello. He he's rotated from receiver and defensive back both positions, too. How about that kid? He's the number two rover now. And he Prince was, Will made a big move. That's a big move for him. Will we see DeAndre Barnes on the field though? Like they, they've got a few guys that have played over four games um, or at the four-game mark. But, yeah, DeAndre Barnes, you wonder if they'll get him on the field. He's that kid from Colorado. Yeah. Where, remember we met his dad when he oh, was absolutely. a great, great family. Yeah, he was a great kid. We we were struck by how mature he was. Military background. Yeah, you could tell. You could tell. He's very respectful. And his dad played for Northwestern. That's right. Um, DB. DB. In the Citrus Bowl, I believe. I, mean, I think he played with Fitz. Played, yeah, he was in that. Really good era of North. Did he play with Fitz? He did. I think yeah, he did. Think yeah. he did. Um, all right. Well, uh, before we get to our next headline, Husqvarna headlines in the show brought to you by Bauer Infrastructure. Uh, we're proud uh, to be partnered with Bauer here on the Husqvarna Lions show, and they're helping shape the great infrastructure of Nebraska. They're looking for new members to join their team. They've got positions for laborers, equipment operators, aerial linemen, foremen. Bauer is searching for the best in construction. 
Visit BauerUnderground.com to learn more about their career opportunities and industry-leading benefits, including competitive pay, employer-paid health insurance, dental disability, vision life insurance, 401k match, new top-of-the-line equipment, and a clothing allowance. No experience in utility underground? No problem. Bauer will train the right people in the field to give you the hands-on experience that you need to build a long, rewarding career. Want to learn more? Visit Bauer Underground on Facebook to view the testimonials from current Bauer teammates, hear about their experiences, the company culture, and the importance of their work. And I'll tell you, they got great culture. We see them every week, Sip, at the stadium. Uh, they have that box, 60-person, yeah. 70-person box right on our area of the press box. And uh, a lot of the Bauer workers get to go every game and spend time up there, watch the Husker game. So great place to work. Family-owned. Stu Bauer um, owns the company um, out of Norfolk. Uh, but they have locations all across Nebraska. Visit Bauer Underground on Facebook and come start your new career today. Thanks again to Bauer Underground for sponsoring us here on the Husker Online Show. All right, headline number four. The defense was under some scrutiny, Steve Sipple, after a massive letdown. And I kind of look at it in a lot of ways, the way they played on defense, because I think the opening drive of the game, they did come out punching, but Michigan just punched harder. And Michigan made plays on the opening drive. There was a ball that was tipped that probably could have been picked. Yeah. You know, elite, really good teams yeah. picked those off. Yep. Nebraska didn't get to that ball. Nope. Then the touchdown pass, they were in coverage. They were right there. Guy made a hell of a play. Yeah. Roman Wilson. And he Cut leads the ball the, off Gifford's helmet. He leads the Big Ten, if not the country, in touchdown catches right now. Roman Wilson. Yeah, they're not. Michigan's not great at receiver, but R R Wilson's having a good year, and that was a great catch. Yeah, do you look at this defense a little differently right now? Maybe the most important thing, do they look at themselves differently? That's what I'd worry about. Um, you Gosh, you heard Tony White, his weekly appearance in front of the media seemed a little shaken to me. I, he was really serious. Um, kept saying we got to he, – he, he kept saying things like, if we know what the hell we're doing, you know. Clearly, clearly angry. I mean, measured. He was measured. He's very, he keeps his composure, but yeah. so do they look at themselves differently is the concern. I mean, they entered the game, Sean, allowing 1.83 yards per carry led the nation at halftime. Michigan was averaging six per carry. Okay. Six per carry Michigan. I think Rule is 100% right when he says that was motivation for Michigan set up on a tee that Nebraska was number one nationally in rush defense. Just set up on a tee. You can literally hear Harbaugh saying, hey, guys, this team's ranked number one nationally against the run, and we're going we're, we're gonna to take care of that. We're the dogs. We're the big yeah. dogs, not them. They're the paper tigers right now. Yeah. We're, we're the real. <laughs> we're the real tigers. Yeah. Well, and they are, and they and, and Sean, I got to tell you, I will say this. I was wrong. I they weren't. I was. I didn't. Michigan wasn't that impressive. They led Bowling Green fourteen to six at half. They led Rutgers fourteen to seven at half. I didn't. I didn't think they were rolling, but they came in here and it looked like they were came here to prove a point, and they did. They do look like they did look like the legitimate number two team. I'm going back on that because I was saying I didn't think they were legit number two. Man, seeing them live and rewatching the game, whew. call me crazy. Um, they're good. they're loaded, Sean. They've had defenses with more star power and better players in right. recent years. You know, like 
you go back to the but, Aiden but, Hutchinson and remember how Jabo. Remember in 2018 when Nebraska went out there, how good that mm. defense was. I mean, they were geez, they were hammers. Freaky. Yeah, they were freaky. Um, but this one might be better. Here's the difference. They're, they're a unit with more kind of versatility. I think you're right. They I more, think they're be, they have no weaknesses, it doesn't look like on defense. They no may not have as many first rounders, right? But they're just a better unit. God, and, and their offense is better. I mean, I think so. JJ McCarthy is the best quarterback Harbaugh's had at Michigan. Yeah, and period. He's, and he's completing 79% of his passes. How many running backs do they have that are pros? Two, at least two, two for sure. Not they, brought, they brought in that guy uh, that ran for the 20-yard touchdown was really good. That was too. their third guy. I think, I think his name is Kalel Mullins, Mullins, something like that. Yeah, and he he looked good. They got seven O linemen on the senior bowl watch list. I mean, so like they I think it's yeah, they've got a good unit on defense, but this is the most versatility Harbaugh's ever had on an offense in Michigan. They're really powerful. Now, it'll be interesting to see what Michigan does against Minnesota this weekend. I'm going to watch. That's a night game. Is it? NBC. Is it? So I'm, I'm really that. Well, we'll get back. That's one of the nice things about this Friday night game. When do we get back? Uh, afternoon. Well, I got it right. Um, but, oh, yeah. You got to work for Sunday. But that. Yeah, I'd, just, I'd like to I'd like to watch that game and see if Michigan or see if Minnesota can rush for fifty yards against Michigan. I, I wonder if they can. Can they get? Can Minnesota get fifty yards rushing? I'd I'd wonder that. Well, how many times will Minnesota be forced to throw? Remember, Nebraska were forced Minnesota forty four throws, thirty five in the second half, which is crazy. That's a crazy number for a team that huddles. Oh God, that's crazy. Thirty five throws in the second half is a by Minnesota, well, that was crazy. That was crazy. It's not. I mean, that was a pace to break the record for attempts on Nebraska. Tim Rattay has the record on Nebraska at sixty-eight, and that was thirty-five and a half. Yeah, don't bring that up, Tim Rattay. All right. Well, uh, one more headline here to go before we get to that um, final sponsor here of the Husker Line Show. Thank you to Underdog Sports. Uh, we see a lot of you are downloading Underdog. Or they're using the promo code, having fun, uh, and we love to see that. In fact. Uh, we've had so many of our Husker Online users take advantage of the great promo we have being offered right now. Um, and it's super easy to use Underdog Fantasy. Just go to the app, pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total uh, than what's listed. For example, Travis Kelsey is set to have 50 yards. Um, and then, you know, Taylor Swift is in the house. You may feel confident and he's going to go higher than that number. So you go over Um do that with two to five different players and you're in business. You can go five for five, go 20 times your money. Just use promo code Husker and get your first deposit doubled of up to $100. Visit underdogfantasy.com, find them in the app store, and don't forget to register with my promo code Husker to get your first deposit doubled of up to $100. There are a lot of fantasy companies out there, uh, but we've decided to partner with Underdog because it's the easiest place to play fantasy sports. It's also the fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. You must be 18 or older uh, in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with their play, call 800-522-4700 or visit ncpgambling.org. Thank you again to Underdog Fantasy for sponsoring us here on the Husker Online Headlines. All right, let's get into the discussion of the Big Ten West. Let's size up the race right now because this is the final year. And by the way, we might actually learn the opponents for Nebraska's schedule next year, this week. We won't know the date. This week? Uh, Tom Deanhart told me to be ready this week. The opponents will come out. What, what, like what day? 
Friday? Any day. Well, today's Wednesday. Yeah, it could be. I mean, how they do it, I don't know. But they, I mean, it gets kind of, I mean, they've changed the dang schedule so many times. Yeah. Like it, but what we know is Nebraska next year will have five Big Ten road games. Okay. And the current schedule we have has them playing at UCLA, at Penn State, at Iowa. And then there's two other ones on there. Huh. Um, no, yeah, don't. This is going to confuse people. But, um, okay. Well, you I, know, so what would like, they announce this week exactly? Just the Big Ten the nine opponents? opponents. And the thinking right now is everybody's schedules will be about what they already were. But Oregon and Washington, one of those teams is probably going to find themselves on your schedule. In place of somebody else. Yeah. And so Nebraska will probably lose a game with like Michigan State, Indiana, or Minnesota. Okay. And then have Oregon or Washington replace them. Pretty tough trade there. Oh God, yes. It's, it's like really a tough. It's like a bad baseball card trade. Just getting like yeah, just, for, just hustling some guy at the lunch table back in the day. Like hey, I'll trade you uh, for your Ken Griffey Junior. rookie card for this crappy card. Yeah, I mean, and for some reason he does it. <laughs> like all right, there for whatever reason. So, but yeah, Nebraska is going to be playing more than likely Oregon or Washington, and I don't think Nebraska will ever have multiple west coast trips in the same year i think oh, you don't i think they'll get one per year okay and then in one west coast team will come to lincoln maybe two okay but i i you know because nebraska's already going to go to penn state and they're going to go to ucla i just have a hard time seeing the big 10 making teams make three three coastal trips yeah that's probably a lot um now as far as the current situation in the big 10 west i i know we always keep saying it's wide open I don't know if it's wide open. I I think you just – I'm narrowing it to Wisconsin, Iowa, basically. Is it really wide open? Do you really think Northwestern, Illinois, Purdue have a chance? Purdue still has to play Michigan and Ohio State. I think if Purdue wins it, it's going to be a lot like how they won it last year. They're, they're going to fall into it. They're not going to – like, let's forget about Purdue. But I do think there's a legitimate chance that Wisconsin or Iowa could still go – you know, seven and two in the West, in the West, uh, Wisconsin, the start with Wisconsin. They have the bad loss against which I mean, it's not a terrible loss now because Washington state looks good right now. You balance the loss by Wisconsin at Washington state to a very, what, what looks like a nice win, a nicer win now at Purdue. Now, Sean, Wisconsin there, you're, you're big on the, Crossovers. crossovers and their crossovers are Rutgers, Ohio State, and Indiana. Favorable. They get Ohio State on their home field. This Rutgers game is kind of a big one for them it, this weekend, for sure. It's an it 11 a.m. game. If they, yeah, it is a big one. They, you can't slip up in this game, and and well, you could and still win, but it makes it a lot harder. Iowa also favorable. They've already played two crossover teams, one and one. You know, Iowa got hammered by Penn State, then beat Michigan State. And what do they have left? A home game against Rutgers. That's really manageable. Wisconsin and Iowa look like the best teams to me. And they have the best schedules. And they have the best schedules. I don't know if it's that wide open. I Now, if Nebraska would have beat Minnesota, yeah. I think they'd be in this conversation. Especially if, you know, especially if they if they beat Illinois, then you'd start looking at it really seriously. But that Minnesota loss. Oh, God. Is just gonna stay. Oh with them. God! It, and it and if I mean when it happened, you remember thinking we are sitting up there in the press box. It was such a jolting, like because they had it, they had that win. How they let that go? 
Well, we know how they did. But anyway, anyway I mean, just look, think about the fourth down touchdown pass the guy had to make. I know. If he doesn't make that pass, the game's over. I know. But anyway, I can't, you know, you, okay, Illinois, same thing. Could you see Illinois working its way back? No, I don't think Northwestern, so. Northwestern. I mean, I still think Purdue's a dark horse. Okay. Minnesota, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say Purdue's a dark horse. Hey, Minnesota's got Michigan and Ohio State. Yeah, I don't see Minnesota doing it. I don't think they have the kind of team to do it. So I, I still kind of go Wisconsin, Iowa, and Purdue is a dark horse. And, and I'll keep an open mind on Nebraska because their schedule is incredibly favorable. All right. And and this just got this message from our buddy Tom Deanhart. It sounds like tomorrow, Thursday, the schedule opponents for 24 to 28 will be released. Hmm. What time? Four, five, six, seven, eight. So that's five years. We'll know five years of opponents. Will we be on a plane? I don't know. Probably. Great. Uh, well, they might put it out first thing in the morning, which yeah. we'll have plenty of time, but we'll know tomorrow um, five years of schedules. Now, I don't know about a dates yet, but we'll at least know opponents. And I think the dates, it's a, a lot goes into dates because you want to make sure each game, is each weekend is going to have at least three quality options for Fox, CBS, NBC. But with 18 teams now, you're going to have a lot of quality options. Hmm. Interesting. You're, what are your wheels spinning for over there? I don't know. I, I never know what to think of those things. Like, are you free? I mean, we'll get the schedules up. I'm not too worried about it. Okay. <laughs> I can tell you're worried that well, how are we going to get, we'll, we'll post it. You yeah. know, it's not that hard. <laughs> My wheels are spinning. Your wheels are spinning about the schedules. We like this. Is, like, remember the COVID year? We got like four different schedules. <laughs> yes, I remember the COVID year. I don't like to remember the COVID year. That was so weird covering all that stuff. God. Um, let's not talk about that. Well, yeah, we're, we're going, going to Champagne. we're going to Champagne for a, what should be a very I would think a close game. By God, I like Nebraska's chances here a lot. I really do. It's a great opportunity. And Champagne food wise, Papa Del Pizza is a good spot. We like to go to um, Black Dog Barbecue. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, and, and there's a steak place we might go to too. I, mean, I don't remember the name of it, but um, you're you're going to lay low on Thursday night. I got to do some work on Thursday night. Um, Friday, I'm open to lunch though. I'm open to lunch. On so you, we might do Papa Dell's pizza, which that'd is, be great. That'd be great. I would go for that. Yeah. The place that, uh, please ba Baxter's grill is where Robin and I might go Thursday night. Yeah. I think you, the young bucks are on their own Thursday night and you'll find some airport Mexican restaurant. That would be good. <laughs> I, you know what? Did you say we're walking distance to restaurants from our hotel? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna find a Mexican restaurant. But it's like it's like a hotel area. So you know, it's gonna be like your parking lot chilies, which you're I like can, I can deal with that. You're like, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> a parking lot outback steakhouse. Like, oh god. That, that's like the lottery. That. <laughs> I hate to say it, but no, it we is. had a parking lot restaurant in Boulder. Oh, we don't need to go there. We the, had good uh, fried chicken, though. I've had a lot of people ask me about the combination barbecue Indian restaurant. Well, we had fried chicken, and you would agree that it was really good. It was solid. I mean, strangely good fried chicken. It was an. I mean, it was a it's interesting kitchen setup. You had the Indian food staff, and then you had the, the barbecue staff. Yeah, and it was a it was a you know what show in that place. But for some reason, <laughs> the fried chicken, the food was really good, and the margaritas were really good. For some reason, I don't I don't know how they pulled it together, but they did. Well, they poured a stiff drink in. I mean, yeah, it, they did. They, they didn't really have much oversight going on on the pouring. Oversight. <laughs> Yeah, oh, th there was no oversight. <laughs> there was zero oversight. Reminder, uh, we will be on live after the game, Husker Online post-game live show, 7 o'clock game, 
a lot depends on when the game ends, but we're hoping to be on around midnight. Um, it'll be a late night, but a lot of people always tune in, generally get about fifteen to 20,000 views a show. So uh, a lot of engagement, a lot of fun interaction, um, and we have fun with it. I mean, last week was a tough deal to see Nebraska play that way, but we still had a great show. So I encourage you to join us on the Husker Online post-game live show following Nebraska-Illinois. We'll be on Friday night, and then on the bye week, um, we're still planning on Tuesday, Thursday uh, with Husker Online headlines Absolutely. and the regular Husker Online show. So uh, thanks again for joining us here on Husker Online headlines. Uh, looking forward to seeing you out in Champaign, Illinois. Check us out on all our work on HuskerOnline.com. Try us out right now. Get your first month for a dollar. For Steve Sipple, I'm Sean Callahan.